Hello and welcome to another episode of the Life Living It and Loving It podcast. I'm your host Gordon Doan and today we're going to be talking about learning the right way. But before we jump into all that I thought I'd give you my usual weekly update. So this weekend I've got my race number for my race next week so I'm super excited about that. So I've got a 25 kilometer run on Saturday coming up. So a couple of days after this episode is released, I will be doing a 25k run. Uh, hopefully I will. Hopefully it won't get cancelled. Um, they've implemented a whole host of COVID secure measures, uh, which will hopefully keep us all uh, safe and keep the event going. Um, they've changed the route of the event. So um, the actual full event is 50 kilometers. I'm just doing the 25. You could pick the first 25 or the second 25. And originally they were, it was kind of a big loop, the 50 kilometers. So you either did the first 25 and got a coach back to the start or you got a coach from the start to the, to the midway point and then did the last 25 kilometers. But they've changed the route. Uh, so it's like a big figure of eight. So you either do the first loop um, or the second loop for 25 kilometers if you want to do the 25 distance, um, which obviously removes the need to get on coaches, etc. Um, so that keeps us a little bit safer. Um, they're doing much um, larger staggered start times, so they're only going to be releasing small numbers of runners at a time. Um, so it, that's going to be quite cool. So it'll be interesting to see um, whether they can keep the event on, and it'll be interesting to see whether, if it is on, whether they're able to keep the uh, usual event atmosphere there as well doesn't matter what kind of sporting event you do if you go to cycling events or uh, whatever else triathletes etc um you, you know triathlons whatever event it is you do i'm sure you're used to a certain kind of atmosphere same with running um so it'll be interesting to see how that is with the um covid secure measures in place so i will let you know how that goes fingers crossed um it still still happens next week so super excited about that so this week I wanted to talk about learning the right way and uh, there's a couple of reasons why I want to talk about learning today. So it's it's a nat- it's a good uh, episode anyway to talk about natural progression from what we've been talking about the last few weeks. You know, we've been talking about putting your processes in place, being consistent with your processes, continually improving those processes. Well, how do you continually improve those processes? You learn new things and I think... Um, learning you know is a key element to any business to any process in life um, to make sure you get that continuous improvement you have to continually learn uh, new things whether that's the new technology around you whether it's new business products whether it's new ways to exercise whatever it is it's always great to be learning new stuff um, so that's one reason the other reason was i had a great example over the last few weeks um, whereby um, i tried to learn something the wrong way and um, once I realised that, I was able to correct it. So I thought it was a great example to walk, walk, walk us through on the podcast and, and kind of uh, talk about my experience with that, that recent example. So I thought that would be cool. So with learning, I think one of the key things with learning is uh, making sure we narrow down what we're trying to learn. So if you're launching a new business, for example, um, you've got all the business elements lined up, you've got your launch ready to go, you think, right, I'm going to master social media and have a real great social media presence around my brand. Um, so, so you look to start using social media. Maybe you've never used social media before. So you think, right, I'm going to master social media. But how can you niche that? Because social media is such a wide breadth of topics in there. How can you narrow that down and, and become successful at a small part of that before expanding and growing into other areas? Could you say, right, instead of trying all social media platforms, I'm going to focus on Facebook as a platform and get that right. And then once we've got that nailed, we've got that exactly working right for us, we then move on to 
Twitter, YouTube, whatever it may be for you, TikTok, Snapchat, whatever platforms you see next, uh, because there are a multitude of platforms with social media. So could you do it that way? Maybe you could focus on two platforms. Maybe you could say, right, I'm going to have a Facebook page and I'm going to have a LinkedIn page and I'm going to use those as my platform. And then we'll add things like Twitter and Pinterest in around that afterwards. So you've kind of narrowed it down from a wide topic, social media, to a niche, which is Facebook or Pinterest or whatever it is for you. Can we narrow it down somehow? And I think by narrowing it down, it increases our chance for success because otherwise we're spreading ourselves too thin. I don't know whether you've ever felt this when you're learning too much at once, you know, you reduce your capacity to take on that new information and make best use of it. Um, it certainly does for me anyway. So if I reduce that, that down, um, it, it massively increases my chance of success. So that's one of the key points that I wanted to discuss. I think that's very important. Uh, the next point is how you go about learning. Uh, and this is important. So everybody learns information in a, a different way. So you may be a person who learns stuff by doing stuff. You might be a person who learns by walking through live examples. You might be a person who looks, uh, that reads. You may be a person that needs to see things visually to, to learn it. And I think as you get older, you, you start to learn and know what the best way for you to onboard new information is. Now, when I was at school, I absolutely hated most of my classes at school because I was forced to learn in a way that wasn't quite right for me. I, the teachers weren't quite right for me. The subjects I wasn't necessarily interested in because I couldn't apply it to my own life. So the way I, I pick up information is um, I have to apply it directly to my own life. Otherwise, I can't kind of make sense of it and I, don't, I can't store that information like that to me if I can't apply it it's not useful to me so I struggle retaining that information um, and I have to have um, a teacher that has a certain style for myself you know they have to be enthusiastic about the subject they have to be knowledgeable they have to be able to answer questions about it um, you know and quite often my mind's racing two steps ahead um, so I'll quite often ask questions that they'll, they'll answer in the next lesson uh, which used to annoy a lot of teachers because they're like well just wait until we get there but it was important for me to know that stuff then and there so actually I've enjoyed learning a lot more since I've left school and I've been able to pick my teachers and pick my mechanisms for learning and retaining information apologies so you probably hear snow barking in the background there somebody driving past I've given her a bone to distract her um, usually lasts about 40 minutes or so uh, but she seems to uh, be distracted by a postman or whoever's walking past there at the moment sorry about that so, so yeah, so it's important to know this, your own personal learning style. Now, there's plenty of online tests you can do. Um, you know, different personalities have uh, different uh, preferences, learning preferences. Um, so it's important to pick a mechanism that works for you. Um, otherwise, you're just not going to stick with it or you're not going to be as effective as you otherwise would be. So that's, that's another really key point is make sure you use the mechanism that works for you. The key point, uh, the last key point, and uh, the most important one probably, and this is the one where I've got an example from myself recently, is this, is don't jump in at the deep end. You know, I think it's so easy to see people around us who are excelling at a certain skill. We see people that we want to emulate, that we want to be like, um, and we say, right, we want to do, um, use that example again, social media like that person because they're absolutely great at it. So we start learning in the way that they're learning and we start doing what they're doing, but we really struggle with it and we can't keep up with it. Now, why is that? 
Well, it's because we don't have the foundation or the basics under our belt to allow us to do that. So the example I have of this was piano um, or keyboard in my case. Um, so when I was younger, I played the piano. So my parents got me piano lessons. Um, I loved playing um, popular songs, some music that we knew and we could sing along to. That was really cool. But most of the lessons were learning chords, scales, songs that I didn't know, didn't recognize and had no interest in because I didn't like those particular songs. So I quickly kind of gave up that i think i got to grade one and then gave up um you know there was some cool music that i liked that i could play regularly in fact uh, when i picked up the keyboard again a couple of weeks ago i could remember one particular rift it was a jazz rift um and I, it was the only thing i could remember um you know it was only about 10 or 15 notes long um but i could remember that because that was one of my favorite songs and i could play that so that was really cool now um and i hadn't thought about piano for years and years and years um, but I was watching a TV series um, called Lucifer. Many of you have probably seen it. Um, it's about um, the devil. He moves to L.A. Uh, he leaves hell, moves to L.A., and he kind of owns a nightclub. Uh, he becomes a detective or a detective's assistant and, you know, helps solve crime. Uh, quite quite cool if you're into that kind of thing, if you're into that kind of detective novel type stuff. Um, it's a really cool series. But the bit that um, I really liked from it is he owned a nightclub and he had a piano in his nightclub. And um, the, the episodes that I liked most were the episodes where he was playing the piano um, in in the song. And there was in, the, in this episode, there was one particular episode um, with one particular song in that I really loved and it caused me to go and Google uh, to, to go and search in Spotify for the playlist to Lucifer Spotify is great for any music like that uh, any series that you're watching or film that you're watching you can go in there and search for um, whatever the program is and then soundtrack after it and it will usually have a, a playlist with the, all the music from it and I found the song it was a song called Cinnamon by Nina Simone, years and years old. It's an old jazz classic. Um, so I was listening to that on Spotify. Um, the, the version I was listening to is about 10 minutes long. Really cool jazz piece. I really loved it. And it made me want to start playing playing the piano again. So I went onto Amazon, searched for um, Cinnamon uh, by Nina Simone, piano music, ordered the book. It arrived. I looked at it. And it was super complicated. I couldn't even read it, let alone play it. So I thought, right, I'll order a couple of um, jazz books um, to help me um, get back into this. So I ordered a couple of jazz books. They arrived. Uh, still none the wiser. They were very complicated. And I was watching a YouTube video um, on jazz music. And um, they, they helped me realize that actually jazz is a, kind of an advanced piano uh, playing technique. You know, people study for years um, to become a master at jazz or any type of music for that matter. Um, so it's really difficult to just jump into it without any music background already. Now, although I played piano years and years ago, I wasn't that great. I think there's like 10 or 12 piano um, grades, uh, whatever there are. I only got to one, so that shows you how how kind of skilled I got. was not, not very far along that journey. And over the last 20 years, I've certainly forgotten majority of what i did learn what i was effectively trying to do was jump in at the deep end without learning the basics or the foundations so i thought right let's start absolutely from scratch um, so i ordered a few different piano books um, for basic piano tutors and i got a, an online course on my um, uh, on my phone to follow and actually I've been now doing that for a few weeks and I'm making much quicker progress. Um, the play pieces I'm playing are a lot simpler, a lot more basic, 
but I'm getting there, I'm relearning chords and things and getting the foundations under my belt and I need that before I can jump into the next level. Well, how many times in life do we really kind of try and do the advanced thing before, you know, how do we run before we can walk kind of thing? Um, I think it's important that we recognise that we need to learn the basics first before we move on to that more advanced stuff. Now, if I put this into another because it took me a while to click i was watching this youtube video and it clicked for me but um i had i kind of had to put it into another context so um i'm also a scuba diver I've, i am a qualified open water diver um now there's a couple of um different courses you can take with scuba diving um well there's a couple of different schools to start off with paddy and BSAC. I'm not going to get into the uh, difference between them. Uh, there's a, a row as old as time about which is better. I picked Paddy purely because it was the closest to where I was uh, when I was uh, wanting to dive at the time. So when you learn to dive, the first thing they recommend before you even buy a course, they say, right, why don't you come along to the pool for an hour? I think it costs something like 20 quid. You go along for an hour and they give you a trial. So they give you like a half an hour safety breathing and then tell you what you're going to do. And you get in the swimming pool um, with the kit on and you kind of make sure that you like it um, before you invest £1,000 or whatever it is on, on a course, which is really cool. So the first thing you do is that trial kind of taster session. So that's your first learning curve is that Oh, do I like it? Don't I like it? Kind of thing. Now, interestingly, I went with my brother and my dad. Me and my dad loved it. So we did the course. My brother absolutely hated it. He just couldn't wrap his head around breathing underwater. Didn't like it. So he didn't do it. So that was the beauty of that tester session and that initial learning. So then you go and do um, what they call um, an open water course, which mean, means you can uh, dive in the sea up to about 20 meters i think it is it's a long time since i've dived now but i think it's about 20 20 meters that allows you to do then you can do advanced open water diving which takes you to 30 meters so you can go 30 meters underwater and then there's a whole host of other things you could do and you can specialize in or, or do courses in so you can do courses specifically in wreck diving you can do even deeper water diving you can do uh, ca uh, cave diving uh, uh, there's a whole raft of other things rescue diving search patterns all that good stuff there's about 10 or 15 other courses that you can do as well now the equivalent of what I was doing with trying to learn jazz piano first was trying to do, I don't know, search and rescue diving without learning the basics of diving first. So trying to go in and master search and rescue diving without knowing actually the fundamentals of how the kit work, how to put your kit together, how to get in the water safely, how to get out of the boat safely with your kit on, how to replace tanks, all that good critical stuff that you need to be able to do it safely. I wouldn't have been able to do if I just jumped in deep end, so to speak, um, and, and go straight into one of those specialist courses. And that's what I was trying to do with music. So how many times do we do that in life, right? That we try and do something that's far too advanced for our abilities. How often do we see a recipe online and we think, oh, we'll give that a go, knowing full well that it's beyond our capability because we've never cooked a recipe in our lives before. We've lived off microwave meals or whatever it is. And we're trying to now cook a Michelin star meal. Uh, we're only going to fail miserably at it and we're going to hate cooking as a result of it. Instead of looking for some easier recipes to start off with and work up to those other recipes, you know, and set ourselves up for success. Learning is the same as anything else. We need to set ourselves up for success so that we can live that life we love, right? So if, if we 
if we try and learn something new and we jump in at the deep end, we're going to hit resistance because when we fail, we're going to become demotivated and it's going to become harder and harder to stick with it and get that consistency if we consistently fail at something. So by setting ourselves up for success and starting with the basics, the foundations, then we're going to be able to then advance to that next stuff. And, and before long, before we know it, we're going to be moving to that advanced stuff and we're going to be taking our businesses, our lives, whatever to, to that ne ne next level so that we can live the life we love. So it's really important that we don't jump in at that deep end and make sure that the stuff we're learning is the appropriate level for where we are now. Not where we want to be in the future, but where we are now. And then that will give us a good map of where we need to go in the future so we learn the basics and there's nothing wrong with saying right i want to do the jazz piano in the future but you've you've now got a path to get there you've got to learn your foundations you've got to learn your scales you've got to learn your chords uh you've got to you learn um, a whole host of other things as well um that will probably pop up along the way um until you get to that jazz stuff um but you've now got a plan by looking at it reviewing it and making sure you're starting in an appropriate place and as you go along, um, this is what I was talking about last week on the podcast, as you're going along that journey, you may find other things and other opportunities that you didn't even know about to start with. So you may start with the intention of learning jazz, but actually one of the precursors to learning jazz is learning blues. So you might really enjoy playing blues and decide, actually, this is really cool. I want to spend a bit longer learning blues before moving on to jazz. Or you may change your mind and not want to do jazz altogether and decide to do rock uh, music instead or whatever and this is the same in life you know with business you know if you're doing social media you might have had a thing that I want to do social media um, and you and you start out with everything and you fail because you're just not getting that momentum that you wanted whereas if you focus down on a niche you learn Facebook first um, you populate your page start getting some followers with some regular posts then maybe you do some targeted advertising etc so you start moving up now if you start off with targeted advertising straight away I mean who you're going to be targeting because you don't have an audience built up and um, you don't have that platform built up so your 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 um, ad even if your ad was successful it would be bringing people to your page but there's no content for them to consume so they're just going to come to your page and leave again so you kind of wasted your money with the ad so you kind of got to do go on that journey and make sure that we're not skipping steps not taking any shortcuts um, because this is only going to do us damage in the long run so that's pretty much all I wanted to talk about today was that process of learning uh, making sure that we niche our learning down so that we're not trying to learn everything at once um, that we're kind of focusing in on what we want to learn on that we're making sure that we're learning in the right way for us whether it's by reading books whether it's by drawing pictures whether it's by um, doing it ourselves uh, whatever your best learning mechanism, whether it's listening to audio books, listening to classes, whatever it is, make sure that you're using the right mechanism for you, uh, making the most use out of your natural preferences. And also making sure that we start with the foundation, start with the basics, uh, because otherwise we're going to be setting ourselves up for failure. And here on the Life Living It and Loving It podcast, we like setting ourselves up for success um, so that we can go and live that life we love. So thanks very much. I've been Gordon Doan. You guys have been great. Uh, uh, go go and learn something in the right way today. See you next week.